Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is adding off. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. This is Frosted Tips with Lance Bass, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass. This is Frosted Tips with me, Lance Bass, and my lovely co-host <laughs> and happen-to-be husband, yes. Michael Turkey Turchin. Why, hello there. Gobble, gobble. It's amazing gobble. how that worked out so well. <laughs> <laughs> that was, right? was that good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. Brian Austin Green is with us today. Yay! Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, legit teen idol. All right. Uh-huh. Now, this show is for the ultimate fans of teen idols. And Brian, you were the epitome of that in yes. the 90s. So what's really funny is um, Sync was massive at the time. My my niece, Caitlin, you were her favorite. Oh, yeah? Oh. Like you oh, were she's her, got good taste. Absolutely. She, <laughs> she does, yeah. Um, so it's funny to be talking to somebody because I, to me, we had such different experiences mm-hmm. of it because from music to television, yeah. uh, Sharon and I were just talking about this last night and I was saying how it's amazing that you got, you know, you went through massive stadiums being packed, packed with people. So you had that instant knowledge and gratification right. of like, look at what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were doing a show that 
a ton of people were watching, but we were shooting it in Van Nuys yeah. and, and you those people weren't that. around. Yeah. yeah. We would see it every once in a while mm-hmm. when we go do uh, personal appearances at yeah. malls and stuff right. like that. Um, but we had, we both had these like crazy. Yeah. Because look, the incredible experiences. Fans, yeah. I would compare them to NSYNC fans. Yeah. I mean, they're just I so mean, passionate. So passionate. I mean, I loved 9021. I mean, I was, uh, I guess junior high when that show was on and, and my sister oh, was a yeah. huge, I mean, she was obsessed with new kids and 90210. So that made me a fan of 90210 and new kids on the block. Uh, and it was just, it was a fun time. And I think that's why right now you're seeing this crazy revival. Oh for, my God. Yeah. Everyone's like <laughs> wanting 90s, to yeah. have that nineties, early two thousands, because everyone wants to remember the good times, the innocent times of their youth. Yeah. And now this new generation, which I'm sure you're seeing too, Gen yeah. Z, like it's like if we loved the 50s so much that that just was so part, so much a part of our lives. Yeah. These Gen Zers are really taking in the music of the 90s, the TV of the 90s, and it's it's all these new fans are being born. Yeah. Are you seeing that with a, your past shows oh, too? it's with all like the, I just did 90s con. Oh, oh yeah. God, that looks so fun. It was yeah, super, how was that? It was super fun. Yeah. Uh, we were all together as a cast, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, that that happens very rarely. I know, I, especially with Shannon too. It was so nice to see her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact that everybody was there. Um was amazing and yeah this whole like times coming back around in the 90s being popular again is is crazy it's insane to what's be at funny these... because when i was living in the 90s oh, yeah. we i, talk I about specifically this. remember thinking this will never become popular again like the 50s 60s 70s <laughs> yeah. 80s they were so defined and great and like a great but style it's, but it's because we we had no idea that i mean my opinion and I get it now. I remember like when my parents used to talk about, oh, the music of the 70s. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's you know? And now I do the same thing about the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the same. 90s, man. <laughs> there was no music like there, uh, you know, like, literally- like there was in the 90s. Yeah. It's so and, true. But I think uh, living in the 90s, we had no idea that uh, moving forward generationally that there, there weren't going to be um, – things that made such an impact as music and television yeah. and all of that did in the nineties, because yeah. once the internet really came around in the yes. late nineties, mm-hmm. everything changed Everything yeah. changed. and you don't, you're, you know, I don't know if you're mm-hmm. going to see again what it was that existed from the nineties and before you no. because everyone is so spread out and just has their own little, you know, fan areas. Yeah. And there's so many options of television shows and there's so, so many options of so music diluted. now yeah. that you're going to find yeah. your little thing. Here. And also everyone's connected now. It's yeah. like before, like yeah, we had that thing where we could be own. sort of like, you know, anonymous yeah. and kind of hang in the back. And mm-hmm. so it made in sync more mysterious. Exactly. And our show more mysterious, more mysterious because yeah. you only get to know people from reading teen magazines yeah. or seeing us or have, at yeah. appearances. Yeah. And you could really control that narrative a right. lot more. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you wanted someone to think you're this way, like it was just, it was easier. Now you can't get away with anything. People no. like authentic. No. Oh, I, and, you know, and what was great too, is as a as a kid for the pop culture you were kind of you were like fed what to like you know with television there was only a certain amount of of channels so you you had to go watch the show and if everyone was into 90210 you were into everybody was into it because you were only cool if you were talking about the same thing thing with music trl you everyone had to go to one place after school 
to see all their music. So right. it was corn to yeah. to Backstreet Boys, to, I yeah. mean, everyone. everyone. Yeah. But you were kind of forced to be like, okay, these are the these are the ten artists that I love because right. they told me I have to love <laughs> right. these artists. It's this true, is this yeah. is popular. This is what everybody's yeah. listening so to. Like so it, yeah. you wanted to I'm be, either going to be the odd man out. Yeah, or no, you wanted to be like, cool. You wanted to be in the club. It's right. Like, oh, final watch VH1. Yeah. And be different. <laughs> <laughs> Don't knock some VH1. I'm listening to Paula Cole and Natalie Merchant on VH1. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but this whole resurgence has been great. And I love things like, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen, Abercrombie and Fitch now has done the whole new rebrand of have they their really? company. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's still got that 90s look to it, but way better stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, like this shirt I'm wearing oh, yeah, that's, is uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. No. So great. Right? It's cool so these companies are really taking advantage of like, okay, we're going to give so these great. people what they want. And I love it. It just, it kind of reminds me of, because, you know, the last couple of weeks have been a little insane with the NSYNC fandom. Um, had no idea that the fan base would go that nuts for this. But everyone is really wanting to feel that just their youth the nostalgia, again. yeah. They yeah. Wanna, and then they with Taylor get back Swift. back to a simpler time and all yeah. of that, yeah. And it just reminds me, because I went to the Taylor Swift concert and- Did I, you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm super jealous. It was, <laughs> it was so great. I've always loved her, even yeah. you know when she was a country singer. Like I just always loved her and I loved, yeah. I appreciate everything she does for the world. Like She just brings out so much positivity. Right. Um, and so at the concert, yes, I loved watching her and the songs are great, but- it was the feeling of everyone around you just having the best time, oh, so yeah. happy, exchanging friendship bracelets with right. you know people at the concession stand and security and just smiling. And it just made me feel so good. I'm like, wow, this is this is what everyone's missing right now. So great. Just being all together, yeah. just forgetting the worries of the world right now and just having the best time ever. And that's what I'm feeling now is happening. With I feel our like fans. there was a major shift at the beginning of the year yeah. too. Like I, I, yeah. I know this is uh, yeah. the, the age of Sagittarius. We sort of moved into that. Okay. And so it's much more, um, no, the age of Aquarius. Oh, So we moved song. into this place where everybody <laughs> is like, uh, really much more open to experience with yeah. people and, and they're, they're so. communicating so. better. Let's, yeah, because we went so. through a few years there where <laughs> it was so contentious. Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glimpse behind the scenes at World Famous Studio Tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass, signing off. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are here at the Green Valley Ranch. Have yes. you have you been out here before? I've never been to uh, to this hotel it's before. So it's great, so great because it's a little off the strip. I didn't know this it's existed. So nice. oh. <laughs> it feel it feels much more like adult and responsible. Yes. Than it's more my street yes. these days. Yeah, in, it really is. I feel yeah. like I'm in like Palm Desert at like a nice. Yeah. Oh, it was like 10:30 last night, and I was like, "This is I'm up way past my bedtime." Like 10:30. <laughs> oh, what am I doing? Is, I'm usually in bed by like 8:30. Yeah. Like I'm on that schedule. Yeah. I don't know. Us too. I mean, we have well, you know your kids are a little older now, but you know ours are two. And so it is, yeah. you know, six thirty. That's that you're well, you the guys first have crash. two that are twins. So yeah. you bet that's a I don't know how you do like I have five kids. Mm, crazy. Which people hear and they go, How do you do it? But I couldn't I couldn't for a second we don't imagine know any what it's like to have two. We don't know the we difference. started with two. So like we don't know how hard but, that was. Right. But 
but at the same time I do because I could just imagine having one and being like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like having zero children well, compared to two at a time. What's funny is looking back on it now, yeah. like I remember when um, when Noah was young and feeling like so overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know how to do this and this is so hard. And yeah. looking back on it now, it's like, man, I could one one yeah, like that's uh, the because easiest I think it's thing easiest. with us yeah. we're, I, I think <laughs> yeah. it's very important especially the older they get yeah. that they do separate things right because twins you know they start super important to, yeah just be attached right yeah. um and so and it is a boy and a girl so i want them to have different experiences have their own likes have yeah. their own yeah. but when we do separate them and like you know he'll take one to lunch or like i'll take one in the backyard it's so easy. So it is so just easy, like, right? oh my God. Just one. You can pass one back and forth. Going from two to three, mm. that's that's the big difference oh, because know. you have to change up your defensive style. Yes. At mm. that point, you're playing zone defense. You're I know. Like, Lance okay, wants I'm going to cover this half of the yeah. room. You cover that half. Uh, and then you're just like, okay, if, if you know some drunk kid wanders over into my side, then you're like, okay, yeah. bubble wrap everything. <laughs> and you're, literally. So yeah, it's a um, whole different. I'm trying to convince for game. a third but it's not working it's not i'm like <laughs> we're great with two right, right now why mess run, up a good right. thing why yeah. mess with a good, yeah. thing? A good thing. thing we figured this out yeah. we're good a third at this well, his main reasoning is if we go to disney one will have to ride by themselves or everything set up for a family of four <laughs> right. flying in an airplane right i'm a big uh, fan of even numbers yeah, and yeah. that just is it not just ruins everything point, yeah. it does i have ocd has everything everything's family. off kilter i like uh, things the way that i like two of everything yes. or one Thank of you. it and i get that because like right. I, I agree with that so we're just gonna have to have two more huh okay i, I know so so we both <laughs> right. right no this isn't no. going well. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling no, the tension. It's like a couple hey, look, I'm all therapy. for a third right now until our kids are out of diapers and just use the bathroom by themselves. Then I'm going to say, nope, don't want to go back there. No, I, I, it is. That is the toughest thing Like is. to be for, for me to have a 15 month old and mm-hmm. be back into that stage. Of like, I mean, yeah. Oh, I've got to do everything for I mean, you. I'm just again, you have a 15 is, month and a 21 year old. My my older kids are much more self-sufficient. They'll yeah. get up in the morning, they'll make their own breakfast and you kind of come downstairs and they're already doing their own oh, thing and great. they're kind of dressed and ready for school. Yeah, I'm still yelling and going, you got to put socks and shoes on. What do you do? <laughs> like you can't go out the door that way. It's raining outside. You, yeah. you can't have shorts and a t-shirt on. Like this, the, you know, your outfit choices don't match yeah. what's happening outside. Okay, you have to be the coolest dad. Like I couldn't imagine my dad being Brian Austin Green uh, you're so, <laughs> you, you know, couldn't imagine your dad well, I mean, being right. And you're so open minded because your, your 21 year old yes. is out and gay yeah. and proud. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, you're there. He was so lucky to be able to be in your family because so many kids out there don't get that. And even if their parents accept them, there's a lot of times where the kid still knows that they still disagree with it. Right. Um, but it's with you, it's like, I just, I think they're just so lucky to have, have you in their lives. It was, it's, it's been, um, fascinating. Like it's, I've, I've really, it's been a challenge just because honestly it was, um, my son being gay, it was just, it was unknown for me, but I'm not, I think a lot of people, uh, are afraid of the unknown, whereas I'm not to me, it's intriguing and I Mm want to learn about it. So it was like, we would. I would get into these conversations with cash where it was like, I really want, wanted to understand the thing, the things that seemed so different to me at first. And then you realize like, Oh, this isn't different at all. Like, yeah. It's just your choice of partner and your, yeah. it's, it doesn't affect me at, at all. all. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing I'm always trying to beat into people. Now it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't 
it does not affect you. Yeah. yeah. So why are you why so you against care, something right, that does not affect you? Why do you care so you? much? Yeah. And why are you trying to somehow bully your feelings and your opinion into something mm -hmm. that literally does not, not affect, affect you, you at all? all. Well, mm -hmm. usually it's the case that it really is affecting them in a way they don't want to admit. Right. Yeah. Oh. I've seen that a Deep lot. Diving. Um, you have a new podcast, Oldish, yeah. with Shauna, yes. your fiance who yeah. we live. <laughs> um, she's so great. Uh, tell us about the podcast. What, what can we expect? So it's, uh, it's Sharna and myself and Randy Spelling. Who's, oh, yes, and Randy, yes. Yes. whose uh, sister Tori was yeah. on 90210 yeah, with me. He's been I, a. Did you do a few episodes too? I feel like he popped He did in. do yeah. a few episodes, and then he did uh, Malibu Shores, which right. was another. Oh, my Which God. was another Aaron Spelling show. And yes. I played his older brother on Malibu Shores. Oh, that's no yeah. way. So he's been a professional life coach for 15 plus years. No way. That's what he does. He lives in Portland. He's married, he has two daughters. Um, He's an incredible human being. Like he's very, he's so good at just connecting with people and helping you talk through things and yeah, listening. That's great. Which, that's great. Which people are. Oh my God, I need him in my life. I think you do. Yeah, he's, he's, if you haven't gotten a chance <laughs> to really sit down and speak to him yet, you should. Right. He's a really, really it's so crazy, amazing you know, person. I saw him last night for the first time, maybe in 15 years. I yeah. mean, we back in, well, I guess 20 years ago, <laughs> we definitely would run into the same How circle. How crazy is that to yeah. think like, oh my years. God, yeah. 20, 20 years ago. Yeah. 25 years yeah, now. I'm like, know, oh my right. gosh, it just yeah. keeps getting longer and longer. But I always remember he was so sweet. Of course, you know, Tori and we love Tori. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that is so amazing that you can find something like being life coach. Uh, and that's amazing. such a gift to give someone. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. He, and he, you know, we've been talking about it as we've been um, doing the show and there was a lot about Randy's life that I didn't know. I mean, I've known him for as long as I have. Did he have trouble with sobriety? Was that, he Something. had troubles with sobriety. Yeah. He really, honestly, I think at the end of the day, had trouble with finding what his yeah. thing was yeah. in life. Well, it must be What hard. his purpose was. And yeah. so it was like he would find these ways of connecting with people, but he didn't understand uh, it, life, being a life coach and how you could connect with people yeah. that way. And so the podcast that we're doing now is uh, we do two episodes a week. So we have every Tuesday night, the first one drops and we have a topic, whether it's co-parenting or it's, um, it's addiction mm -hmm. or it is disappointment or like, those are the things we've been, we we've started, uh, tackling. And then on Thursday, we have a live version of what our topic was, where people are able to oh, call in, chime in, send yeah, in yeah. questions, That's great. and be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And so we do, we try and do a real deep dive yeah. of those those things That's and take sort great. of the stigma yeah. out of those conversations. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. The last one we just did was about um, addiction. And so we really got into Randy's story. Yeah. Sharna had a story also. She's yeah. come from a place of addiction also. And mm -hmm. what, what brought her to the place she's in now. And it's, it's amazing when you realize that people have to go through those things mm -hmm. sometimes to yeah. learn from them and grow and, and grow. become, mm -hmm. they, yeah. they are the people that they are now because of those experiences. Yeah, because of that. Yeah. And I think when people realize that. like, oh, there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel, yeah. you just have to stick it out. Exactly. You have to be willing to look for silver linings and, and, and be open to the people that are around you and mm -hmm. truly listening and learning yeah. and yeah. being kind and loving. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what can grow yeah. out of that. Totally. Working with a loved one can be tricky sometimes, as I know. 
Uh, <laughs> Shut up, Lance. But is there something with Sharna that you that you were surprised about when doing the show that you learned about her? Um, I well, I mean, getting obviously getting into like the addiction episode is is deep because we're kind of asking questions of each other. And I, I remember I had asked her at one point um, because she had these glaring moments during, during her times that her low times mm-hmm. where she really felt like there was something calling to her and pointing out like, Hey, this is, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And so I asked her, I said, do you, do you, in looking back on it, do you feel like there were other times where those things were trying to call to you also, but you weren't really paying attention to them. And it forced her back into that time when she was living in that period. And she, it felt like a different world for her. She was like, Oh, this is that, like that person then is not the person that is sitting on the couch now. So I think that discovery for her was a great then discovery for me, but we, we came into it and we've, our relationship has grown and done so well because we feel like we've been on the same path from the point that we met to now. Mm-hmm. And that's an important thing to feel like I, you know, our moral code matches. We, we can have differences of opinion mm-hmm. in things, yeah, but we still have a moral code where we know how to handle those situations and not judge each other for the yeah. differences. Yeah. But Respect so each important. other and love yeah. each other. For yes. Have you always been like this, or is this something that you just learned throughout no. the years? It's I'm I'm fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took me fifty years yeah. to get this to life. this, yeah. and it took a lot of like stumbling and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, disappointments and a lot of things not happening the way I thought I wanted them to happen. Yeah. Thank God. Like yeah. looking back on things in life, it's like man thank you for things not turning out the way I wanted them to because the way I wanted them to would have put me Mm -hmm. on a path that was absolutely the wrong. It's like that song. Sometimes you thank God for unanswered prayers. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's it's so true. Uh Yeah. I feel like you go through that a lot. There's so many times things won't work out, work things, this thing. It's so disappointing. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, it's disappointing in the moment. moment, And and you're in them and you're going, why, like what good is going to happen? And then six months later, we're like, thank thank God God you didn't do that because otherwise you wouldn't be doing this right now. Thank God that happens. Like you're in those moments and you think like, why, like, why is this, what good is going to come out of this? And then six months down the line, a year down the line, you look back on it and you go, I, Thank God yeah. that happens. You go through this all the time, even just with this NSYNC, all just the them time. doing these couple things. I just didn't think people would care with if we didn't have anything. And I was trying to tell them people are gonna freak out no matter what. Like as a like a fan well, and everything. They, like, they I just know this you're, you're giving them your yeah. life now. Mm-hmm. So you had one perspective when NSYNC was first starting. Mm-hmm long time ago. So now you are who you are now. So yeah. it's, it's interesting for people to see mm-hmm. the, uh, the growth and who you all yeah. have become individually. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that you are like, as, uh, as open and honest and, mm-hmm. and kind as you are, that is, that's an amazing yeah. thing for fans too open to see. These days. Well, cause I mean, that's, look, you I'm can like, never be too no, open. You can never be too yeah, open. I, as yeah. a kid, you know, in the group, I was, I, I keep looking at myself in interviews. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was just not me. Well, you yeah, know, I was like, there was parts of me in there, but, but it really was such you. a different no. person. Well, you're yeah. in the closet. You're hiding half of your yeah. personality and everything. I mean, you had to 
I had but zero first yeah. Were you in the closet back then? Were oh, yes. you aware of? Okay. Oh no, I, I at five years old, I knew I was gay. So like, yeah, I, I, I you know I've dealt okay. with this. I knew in like pre preschool for sure. Yeah. yeah, immediately. Yeah, like, like, and most of my friends say the same thing. They're like, yeah, my yeah. first memory is being gay. So you know, yeah. it's I don't, it's it's weird that people still can't accept that you're just born that way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like what happened to me at five right. years old? That like, okay, I just like guys now. Like, right. like, yeah, like so ridiculous. Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at World Famous Studio Tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass, signing off. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. 
how this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's take it back because okay. these fans love when we talk about our beginnings. Okay. Now, you were born in Van Nuys. I was born in Van Nuys. Oh, Van Nuys. I grew up, I, I was raised though in North Hollywood. Okay. Uh, okay. My parents are no still hope. in the same house. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Valley Village. Oh, Valley Village. Yeah. yeah. Valley Village has gotten crazy now. Crazy. So many yeah. people live in Valley Village. My parents bought their house for $35,000 <laughs> no in 1972. Nice. Oh, and it just appraised for like 1.4. It's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine it's, buying a house for $35,000 yeah. and my dad was like at that point I was like oh man $35,000 well back then it was a lot more money yeah, yeah. but now but people <laughs> but can't now, afford houses now it's just like the no. wealth distribution is so stupid well, especially yeah. in California yeah it's terrible. what was the family <laughs> dynamic like Family dynamic was great. My dad, uh, my dad's a drummer, so mm. I grew up in music. Oh, he was cool, touring cool. with Glenn Campbell. Oh, sweet. When I was born and raised. He oh, played on like Rhinestone Cowboy and uh, oh, wow. did the Southern Nights tour and all oh, that stuff. So and then cool. he stopped touring as I was getting older because you're away so yeah. much when you're touring. Yeah. And um, I would see him and he would, it would take him a few days for that readjustment of me realizing like, Oh, that's dad. Yeah. yeah and he yeah. hated that. So uh -huh. he then crossed over into doing more studio stuff. He played See, with like Sinatra and that's it was gotta really be cool. tough. And we discussed this too, because yeah. hypothetically, if we do go on another tour, right. What is that going to look like with my two year old kids? Your um, kids are old enough though, mm, at this point yeah. where they have that strong connection with you. Mm, I mean, we're, we're sure. talking about like, I was, an infant at the mm -hmm. point when, so he would come home and he'd be excited to see me, but I like, still was a baby. Danger. And I was yeah. like, stranger, like, stranger danger. Stranger danger, yeah. yeah. Totally turn around and grab onto my, yeah. my mom like a koala bear. Yeah. And so yeah. did that, so was music your first love because it your was. dad? Yeah. yeah. I went to school just for music. Oh, and wow. then I, oh, wow. I stumbled upon acting because yeah, I was how going, did you, how did you get into acting? I was going to a, a music academy on the 32nd street, uh, the, it was called 32nd street cool, uh, school and it was on the USC campus. Mm. So one of the kids that I rode the bus with, uh, he was acting and I thought it was so cool. Cause he always had like all these cool toys and stuff on the bus. Yeah. And I was like, you know, are your parents rich? Like, how mm. did this happen? And he was like, Oh no, I do commercials. And I didn't understand to me, TV was like this magical box uh -huh. yeah. and people that were in it were different yeah, from different, you and I, yeah, you know, yeah, like, you, sure. oh, you couldn't, a normal person mm -hmm, couldn't be mm -hmm. in that box. I ended up doing, um, a few student films with directors that, that were going to USC, um, studying and I kind of stumbled into it and then it just became so prominent in my life. And it was such a form of, uh, 
income and it, it was like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I had to put music and all that stuff on hold because yeah. I just didn't have time yeah. for it. Well, uh, it was a good thing because you stumbled upon <laughs> yeah. incredible yeah. success yeah. as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, take us back to the moment you got cast in 90210. Yeah. I, so the moment I got cast, um, it wasn't a big moment. I, yeah. at that point in, in my life, in, in the life of an actor, pilot season and doing a pilot was part of what you did. Right. You worked all year. You tried to do mm-hmm. commercials and you tried to do guest things, yeah. uh, you know, guest appearances on different shows. And then it was pilot season around like February mm-hmm. and Which everybody would go and you'd anymore. book a pilot and mm-hmm. you would shoot a pilot. And then it was like, okay, back to the grind. And yeah. then all of a sudden you get like, Oh, okay. I've got nine more episodes to do this mm-hmm. thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so 90210 was a pilot. Yeah. And it was one of, I had already done like 13 wow. at that point. Oh my gosh. I'd been acting. I started, I was in SAG when I was nine years yeah. old. What was wow. your first gig? What was your first I did. Gig? It was a bank commercial yeah. that never aired. Yeah. But I remember I had been auditioning for things for like a year and I hadn't booked anything and I didn't get it. I was like, I don't understand yeah. how this works. And then I booked my first commercial and that light bulb moment happened in my head where I was like, Oh, I get what casting directors are looking for and how it works. And yeah. from that moment on, I was booking, booking everything, everything that I went, I, yeah. I, I did probably close to 70 commercials. Wow. Um, I ended up great. doing uh knots landing this nighttime soap. I did yeah, that for four and a half years. Yeah. Um, and I was young. I was like 10 and a half at wow. that point when I, when I started doing that. I couldn't imagine being that young in this business because it's an adult business and you have to grow up quickly. And I can imagine, especially you starting so young and being on such a cultish show that, you know, everyone treats you like adults. It was really, it was really cool though for me. Like mm-hmm. I, with not with Knott's Landing, I was, I was the only kid on a show with adults. It was a nighttime soap. Yeah. So Every once in a while, like every other episode, they would just prance my character through the back because I was yeah. the son of one of the leads on the show. I'm looking at a picture. Look at that. Oh See, with, with, with Donna oh, Mills. She, she, she was my mom. Oh, no on way. On the show. Yeah. So, so was I was Joan like, Van Ark on that show? Joan Van Ark was on. we had her on our old. Bill yes. Devane was yeah, on. Yeah. Ted Shackelford. Uh, Michelle Williams. Like yeah. it was a whole yeah. thing. Nicole Sheridan was on. Oh, really? Wow. Um, who then went on to do to Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Or Nicolette Sheridan. Yeah, Nicolette. So it was so cool to be there because I would kind of sneak on set and watch how I was, I would watch how they did it. And I was kind of expected to be yeah. act as an adult, like yeah. be professional when I what was a great there, education. I was, I was a kid. Oh my gosh. So I was doing set school and all the stuff. Yeah. It was, it was so cool. So interesting. I, but I learned so much as a kid mm-hmm. um, doing it. And then I thank God I always had a really strong moral compass from my parents. They always uh, just beat into my head and ingrained this concept of, you know, being professional and being kind to people that were around. Yeah. And their their focus was much more on being liked, which mm-hmm. it was. It had its benefits, but then it also. Yeah gets in your head a little bit. And I had to get that out of my system yeah. a little bit because you create this false sense True. of like, I will do whatever it takes to be a, liked. A and then pleaser, I'll yeah. put my emotions and my feelings aside, aside to make sure everybody else is good. So mm-hmm. I had to work past that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but 
they did an amazing, it's, yeah. they did an amazing job. What was job it like being a teenager in Hollywood and, you know, having fame in an era where there was no cell phones or pictures being taken? There I mean, were only I saw like 12 the, of us, I know, well, actors, yeah. like Leo, <laughs> DiCaprio, and like uh-huh. we all knew each and other. we saw the Sole, Soleil Moon Fry documentary yeah. and it kind of like really showed what it felt like Yeah, in it was 90s. this small little world yeah. and mm-hmm. everybody knew. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, saw knew like Seth Green in mm-hmm. there, you saw Leo in there, yeah. you saw like Stephen Dorff and you saw like mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. group of- yeah. And it was this small, but it was amazing because there was no real competition mm-hmm. among us because we were all so different. Yeah, it was like, oh, okay, they they cast Seth mm-hmm. Green. Oh, you're looking for a yeah. little redhead kid. Yeah, okay, exactly. that's perfect. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. He's uh, he's fat. You know, he's fat, <laughs> and good for him. Like yeah. there was, we would all yeah. see each other at auditions and be like, hey, how have you been? What's I mean, been going on? How great is that though? It was you know, amazing. The camaraderie is it was amazing. Is Do you keep up with a bunch of those? I keep up with a lot of them. Nice. Yeah, it's there's a. There's a cool connection in having those. We used to do these like teen magazine trips, like teen beat used to do these weekend trips where it was, they would rent um, a bus and we would all get on the bus and we'd fill out the forms of like favorite color, favorite things. And they would print that in the magazine. And then it was like this trip. We would all go to Marine land. And so it was like, you know, your favorite star is going to Marine land. We would all, it would just be this like That's complete funny. from page one to yeah, page, yeah. whatever it, it was. It was like the original influencer. Right. Yeah. It yes. was this, yeah. it was this whole, like, you know, it, it was this, like mm-hmm. this, sort of episode almost of like, Hey, the trip and the fun yeah. thing. And mm-hmm. that's what the issue was about. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. I told you okay. I talked about it. It's so <laughs> great. Right? You know, it's okay. good when I haven't even gotten to the first document. <laughs> <laughs> Like not even, yeah. not even gotten past the first. No. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, but I want to make sure that we get what you want out in this episode. Oh, yeah. So, so is whatever there you anything wanna, you want oh, us no, to talk about. No, it's honestly I'm here for uh, for what you guys are doing. Horses. So Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Talk about that. Sure. Is this thing okay? So you're gonna be on Special Forces yes. soon, which. All right, one, you did Dance with the Stars, obviously, with Sharda, which yeah. to me was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. It was... Yeah, because you were season seven? Yes, yeah, season yeah. seven. So I had done a hard... Like, I had literally done a hard pass on that show. Yeah. yeah. 15 seasons yeah. and counting. Mm-hmm. They would come to me every year and it was like, I, why yeah. are you guys even yeah. coming to me? Like yeah. it's no, the it's same been way. no every You're single until time. Joey did it. I was like, Oh wait, this kind of looks fun. Yeah. But I was like, there's, I so can't do that. I, Sharn and I ended up meeting, we had started dating. It was the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much going on. Yeah. And so then they approached again and they were like, Hey, we know you've been a hard pass, but here's, it'd be interest. You and Sharna would obviously be paired together. Um, and I had done these trips with her where she had done professional sort of dancing things. Like we were in, uh, we were in universal Orlando and Disney Orlando because she was doing this big dance convention. And there were all these little girls that just would, were like, you know, giddy when she would walk Mm -hmm. in a room because she is, she's one of the best in the world at what it is she does. I know when people don't realize that, like with all these on Dancing with the Stars, all the pros are like like superstars in their world. Like that's how they (laughs) made it on that show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The best of the best of the best. So, um, so I was fascinated by it and I didn't understand the world. I didn't understand how much work really went into it for her to be at the point where she was, so then you do this show and it's like, you're, you're learning 
technique and all these, like I grew up dancing yeah. just kind of like, Oh, if you feel it, dance it. Like mm-hmm. that was my but more like hip hop dancing too. Which totally. is cool. yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You find yeah. a circle, exactly. and you, yeah. you, know, you, you do it. whatever you, whatever <laughs> dance moves you've <laughs> learned. And uh-huh. you know, I was Roger rabbiting everywhere. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I can still do the Roger here. rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a little while to get down. Uh, Roger <laughs> rabbit. Um, so yeah, you're jumping in and it's a seven day, you know, it's a seven day a week. Oh yeah. You have no life. My relationship ended because no of that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, it's just, I lost 20 pounds very quickly. I remember when they first pitched it to me, they were like, oh, you know, it's in the beginning, it'll be like two hours a day. It's uh, really simple. And then liars. it's like, once you're in it, you're like, oh my, I want to yeah. do this for like seven hours a yeah, day. Yeah, you want to be good. And I want to do this <laughs> seven days a week because yeah. it's live on Monday and mm-hmm. I don't want to look like a an idiot dummy. Yeah. yeah. And then it weird because you're yeah, getting around the floor. Sometimes you're learning two to three dances in a week and then, it never goes perfectly until you go live for some reason. Like the rehearsals, everything, like it didn't go well. For you though, <laughs> you had the mentality of you've been learning choreography yes. because of what you Since did. And so it yes. was like, and you can it was a little more natural, I would assume, for you to fall. Once you learn the technique of it, then yeah. it's like, oh, I'm good with choreography. Yeah. That was I'm the problem because again, we were hip hop dancers. So right. everything's, you know, low and down and yeah. then everything in ballroom is, is up, up and it's just like perfect. Yeah. The frame. So and the it just, horror. it hurt, but yeah, thank God. I mean, even I started in show choir and then in sync and it was all choreography. So yeah. it just really taught me how to just learn You know what was quickly. hard for me too was uh, being, because the man is supposed to lead mm-hmm. in yeah. those dances. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she had to teach me choreography to the point where I was good enough at it that so I lead, could lead her, lead yeah. her mm-hmm. even though she was the one dragging me around right. the floor. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. she had to make it look like uh-huh. I was the one that was yeah. dragging her around the floor. I always so thought that on the show. It must be it's kind of harder. I for mean, the for men, the men yeah. because you have to oh, lead have and to take that stance. Charge. And most of the men who go on the show are not dancers remotely. Yeah, Ma- you have Max a lot of the women Val, on the they're show. Monsters. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they, you know, they'll just spin you around and do yeah. it. And they're there. How scary is it for the lady? Because yeah, you're with, you know, a new dancer and you have to trust that they're not going to drop you on your head. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. just, I mean, it's yeah. dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, We were like, we were working on dips and things and she mm. was like, Oh no, you do it this way. And she, but she's putting all of her trust yeah, in you. you doing stuff and i was like i wouldn't trust me no it's if scary. i were you that is scary so what was harder dancing with the stars or special forces <laughs> oh yeah totally different i know yeah, totally completely. different special forces looks intense it's, I in, never. it's intense because it is so much more immersive mm-hmm. than you think like yeah. going into it i thought like okay there's going to be challenges right. and things we do so i can prepare for that and then mentally i can prepare for just being yelled at all the time and yeah. so i'll be good i can get through that yeah. but then once you're there we shot in new zealand mm. it was win- dead of winter for them oh, man. So there's snow on the ground it's freezing cold um we were we had barracks that were just these like plain wooden walls we had like a, we had a Ooh. we had a stove basically in two rooms we had a drying room and that room Drying room, meaning we were in water in the cold. Like they had to cut squares out of the ice in frozen lakes for us to do things. So it was, it was really intense. So you don't, you don't think about the concept of like, okay, the challenge sucks. But then afterwards you're jumping in ice water, fully clothed. You then have a dry pack in your backpack. You have to go into a room and change into dry clothes and keep yourself from, Mm -mm. so it's that, 
it, it's grueling. That's yeah. what Beverly told us. Yeah, it's Beverly Mitchell was, like, was on it, and yeah. she was. You're so immersed in it, and it's it's real. Like you are going through this training. Yeah, um, that's something I don't think I, I want to experience. Absolutely not. I mean, maybe when I was younger, there's sure. S- there's something cool about mm-hmm. it, though. Oh, hundred like, percent, I, I believe it. So <laughs> there is something that like it, an experience like that, unless I, you're I in the imagine. military, mm-hmm. yeah, and you've been doing. There's no other mm-hmm. way in life. And I think everyone should. That feel that at some point in their life. Like sure. I love that Israel forces you to have yeah. to go through military training because yeah. I think everyone needs to know what that is so that we can all kind of see, I mean, cause Ooh. you know, the military is a big part of this world. I you think know? so also. It's what's keeping us Lance all safe. could never, Lance won't no. even go in the pool if it's below 90 degrees. A hundred percent though. And I'm not I even exaggerating. A wuss. I remember Sharna was like, Oh, you should like do cold showers and stuff leading up to, because you're going to have to do water yeah. things uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't turn uh-huh. the, the, shower on cold and do it like there's no I was like you know what I would rather just suck it up jump in when I have Have to and then be done with it then like prep for it you're never gonna gonna get prep for it you're gonna be cold every time and she's like oh you should do ice baths I was like nope I'm good. Yeah. All, all I'm just gonna like just gonna, deal with no. it in the yeah, moment as it comes. Again, in my 20s, sure, I would have loved to s- what that experience was, but now I Absolutely. just know if I did this show, the first day I would tear a shoulder or something. I mean, I would just yeah, I'd be would. out. Like right. my body would not be able yeah. to handle that anymore. It's well, and it becomes it's so grueling that it you get so sore in living that way mm-hmm. that yeah. that becomes the thing of like, can I do these next challenges? Not can I do them, but can I do them without hurting myself mm-hmm. because I hurt so bad yeah. just in moving and mm-hmm. living. And yeah. then you start realizing like, oh, this is a young person's thing because uh, my body does yeah. not recover enough no, it used to. No. to continue doing this. Mm-hmm. Three times it's a, a sad day. feeling to realize your body's like, oh, <laughs> is it ever? Fail. Yeah, like, oh, well, God. we'll probably all go um, through it. Tom Sandoval was on your season, right? Yeah. Oh God, I bet yeah. he's gonna go through it. <laughs> he, uh, he's a, he's mm. a, he's a young guy. Yeah. But he's a really good person. He mm. just, it's you know, it's hard navigating. Well, especially life. When you're under the microscope on a reality it's, show, that's and we would, so have, we would have these mistake. conversations where yeah. it was like, dude, I like you now have access to Instagram and lives and all of that. Like, yeah. be willing to put yourself out there a little bit. Mm. Be human because people are people are accepting of people being human and yeah. making mistakes. Mm-hmm. If you, if you acknowledge are human and, human and you make those mistakes and you acknowledge the right. mistakes exactly. that you made, right. instead of playing the like, you know, well, what did you expect? It's yes. like people don't. They don't respond that. to that. No, you want you to be authentic. So you're human. But and if be you like, sit messed there up. and you, you, you like genuinely apologize for things and mistakes that you've made and anybody yeah. that you hurt within making those mistakes, yeah. mm-hmm. people are open to that because mm-hmm. everybody does that. That's yeah. we're human. We're yeah, human beings. Exactly. And like, and we're all just so ADD, like the next scandal that comes out, people are going to forget. So you might as well make good on that right. and then be on the good light. Right. It's, you only know gonna, what I mean? it's only going to be news for like two, yeah. days. two days. If you just come out and apologize, and apologize. Yeah. you can't report away, on anything. You and know? then all of a sudden they're reporting on the next scandal. Scandal. Yeah. Thing the next scandal. two shall pass. As right. I always say, yeah. this two shall pass. Uh, Brian, what else, what's next? What can we expect besides oldish? Honestly, the forces. podcast right now, yeah, especially the, the show, and then um, I, I sort of am in a place in my life where I, I don't really plan mm-hmm. much ahead. I'm just yeah. sort of in it day yeah. to day, and it's, and I'm at a point too where I'm trying to say yes to as many things mm-hmm. as I can actually do, yeah. just for the experience yeah. of them, because you never know. It's even in 
the, these things that you do that are crazy that you say yes to, mm-hmm. you come out of them and you go, I'm so glad yeah. I did that. that yeah. I did yeah. that. And do it while you're young because it's just like special forces right. for me. I've, I'm like, I've only got about five years <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> Please, you're very young. I feel like our generation definitely, uh, maybe we took better care of ourselves, but I do feel like we uh, or just, we move better. We got, we got lucky because our generation forward has Mm -hmm. been open to so many more things Mm -hmm. and medicine has progressed in such an incredible way. Mm -hmm. Mental health has progressed in such an incredible way. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that on everyone. It's like, you know, when you've got, when we're talking about uh, the, the, the medical system and um, healthcare for, for all it's like, that includes mental health. Yeah. Uh, Brian, it's so great to have you on the show. Oh, it was I so great. So good to finally meet you. I know, you. it's weird because I feel we've like been we've in the met same before. Yeah. Fear, I know. Like for so long. I know, long. even I told you for, oh, yeah, your, we, for your birthday, we, we, we saw, yeah, we you, saw you guys Rosewood. at Rosewood. We were mm-hmm. staying at the same time. We're like, oh, And it was I one of those that. things of like, wait, I've met. No, I, so I, like, told, I, I told Sharna that and Sharna, she's so amazing she was like i honestly i saw lance there too and she pointed you out and she was like uh, i think lance is, and, and uh, his yeah. husband are oh, sitting I, over there I, in the corner i pointed you guys i was like that's brian austin green and sharna. so what's funny though <laughs> what's funny is sharna's first thought was like they have no idea who i am so uh, there's no reason to go over and say oh, hello oh, yeah. but it's that it's that weird <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. of like i people think that celebrities all know who right. yeah. each other is uh-huh. and they expect it i see people all the time where i'm like Ah, just it was cool seeing them. Yeah, like that's, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. there's so yeah. many times like Lance goes there about seeing me. And yeah. He's like, I, and I'm like, they're not they're gonna, gonna know who I am. I'm like, shut up. It's so it's so it. crazy. It's so crazy uh, that we do that. But yeah, Rosewood. God, that was yeah. an amazing Ooh. hotel to be oh in. Oh my and, god, uh, we went and there. now we know each other. And so hopefully now we go back to Rosewood together. We can double date. Is probably it was like that's my favorite hotel. I mean, we went there. It's amazing. Thinking we were gonna go hiking and seeing Santa Barbara and all this type of stuff. We didn't leave the hotel. It's so amazing. It's so odd. We were talking about the train that yeah. runs, yes, through the, uh, runs through the like, hotel. Who was it that walked on that property? Like, yes. And they were like, yes, <laughs> this is the one. Know, we're going like, to decorate the train tracks yeah, and have the gates and somebody uh, that works it. Makes sure but it's going to be like freight trains running, running through, through the like, hotel. You know, carrying fuel and, we were so and cattle and all, <laughs> all those things. Only Carusco could, could build a place that uh, is the, probably the most expensive place in yeah. Santa Barbara oh, and with geez. a train oh, yeah. going right through it. So expensive. So expensive. We, yeah, we were in a room and it was like I've I don't think I've ever spent this much money on a room. I know it's insane. Those rooms were yeah, I mean it was insane. Yeah, yeah. they were yeah. costly. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. We're definitely thank gonna have you on because I know I could talk another two hours Absolutely. with you for sure. Um, I would love to. I, next please. time we'll get to the questions. Yeah, next I swear I didn't even get <laughs> right. to question number next one. Next time we'll get to talking about <laughs> what we actually. I do want to just fly through about. a few because we do have okay. fan questions. Great. So Lindy one hundred and two, did you enjoy nineties con? Absolutely, it was super fun. It was like uh, summer camp, honestly, yeah. for us. Uh, do you still dance with Sharna? I don't. I, <laughs> my body, I'm 50. Like, yeah, I can't, I'm 50. I can't really dance the way mm-hmm. I used to when I was younger, but we, um, we are, we're working on something right now that we want to shoot just to put out on social cool. media. It's just nice. kind of a, a nice, nice yeah. dancing keep moving, experience. keep moving. Yeah. Might be not yeah. as crazy dance moves, but keep moving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who is your favorite nineties artist or band from, what is it? Media Melanie. Oh, man. TLC was one of them. Yeah. I, uh, I know Chilean and, uh, mm-hmm. Tian really well. And yeah. so it's, it's, amazing. I love 
the Chili and Matthew relationship. Do you? Yes. I think that's a good match. I don't know them. Yeah, well it's, at a all. Cool, it's a cool, like, match. <laughs> like, I don't know 90s. them. It they looks could, like it works so well. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's just, they look good together. Media. It's just a good couple. And then the last one here from G4U81. Did you keep anything from David Silver's wardrobe? No, <laughs> I did not. I kept I, I kept a scrapbook of what to never wear again. Yeah, yeah that was basically it my was a 90s lesson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Should have yeah. been in sync. <laughs> yeah. It would have really been a doozy. Well, thanks again for being here. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yes. Be good to each other. Don't drink and drive. Take care of those animals. Yes. And until next time, stay, stay frosted. frosted. Hey, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Frosted Tips with Lance. And Michael Turgenart. And at Lance Bass for all your pop culture needs. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Six if you can. See you next time. Hey, LA. Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real L.A. gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is off. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.